Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Live from Super Soul Farm, this is Wisdom of the Sages, a daily yoga podcast with your host, Raghunath, and co-host and senior educator at the Bhakti Center in New York City, Kastuba Das. Welcome to the show, and welcome to Srimati Radha's appearance. Today's a special day. We don't do, we're not doing it at our ordinary time of 5 a.m. We're doing it at 9 a.m. because we have a special, special, special soul with us today, His Holiness Radha Swami, who's a big inspiration for us, um, why we did the show in the first place, and um, incredibly honored that he's here today. We're going to ask him so many questions. Radha Swami is a bhakti master, a living bhakti master, and he's well-loved with his book, in the entire yoga community, as well as the devotional spiritual community for his uh, best-selling book, A Journey Home. Hare Krishna, Haribo, welcome, Radhanath Swami. We're so honored to have you this morning. Thank you so much for joining us. I am so grateful, so happy, and so honored to be with you, Raghunath and Kostuba. For those who don't know His Holiness Radhanath Swami, he is a living bhakti master. He's inspired people all over the world. He runs this incredible ashram in Chaupati, which is in Bombay. The Govardhan Eco Village, which is an incredible cutting edge sustain, sustainability um, ashram three hours north of Bombay. Um, we do our trainings there every year. It's incredible. It's so, it's so impressive when we go there. He also runs the Bhaktivedanta Hospital, or he's the inspiration behind it, um, and which is an incredible, incredible facility in Bombay. Truthfully, whenever I talk about the hospital, I always say, it makes me want to get sick. <laughs> so I will take care because there's so much spiritual and devotional and as well as medical care in that hospital. It, it, whenever I go there, it's like going to a temple. And of course, he travels the world and inspires us wherever he goes. I find that even a moment's association with Radha Swami is enough fuel to keep me going for the rest of the year. So I always make sure I get some. I I, um, I try to. I guess I'm a stalker, Kostuba. I'm Radha Swami's stalker, and I follow him around wherever I can. You're the nice kind of stalker. I'm a good stalker. Radha Swami, welcome. It's a very auspicious day, but I think a lot of people, especially people who are joining us new, there's a lot of like spiritual people and people who have been around for a while, but there's also a lot of new people. And in a Judeo-Christian culture that we're in, we understand the idea of an all-powerful, omniscient God. But when we go to the Bhakti culture, there's always this thing of there's a boy God and a girl God. There's Vishnu and Lakshmi and there's Shiva and Parvati and there's Krishna and Radha. And today we're celebrating Radha's appearance. Like, how are we supposed to, like, who's in charge? The girl or the boy? Are they both in charge? I'm, I'm asking the real pedestrian question. And, and, and when I'm, I'm asking for the most simplest answer because sometimes great souls, they give very, very elaborate answers, the internal potency. I don't even know what an internal potency is. I would love it broken down to like, like, like grade school type of intelligence that I have. Can you explain who is this goddess that we, we're worshiping today? 
ಸಿಂಧುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭು ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀಅದ್ವೈತಗದಾಧರ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಿಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರಿ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರಿ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರಿ ಹರಿ ದಟ್ಸ್ ಮೈ ಆನ್ಸರ್ ಸೊ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ಫುಲ್ ಟು ಬಿ ವಿತ್ ಯು ರಘುನಾಥ ಪ್ರಭು ಅಂಡ್ ಕಸ್ತೂಬಾ ಪ್ರಭು on this very sacred holy auspicious day of radhastami the appearance day of shri radha and the question you're asking there are volumes and volumes of literatures going into philosophy tattva um shakti tattva rasa tattva there's scientifically explained um emotionally spiritually surcharged with so much wisdom and realization over the ages and you're asking for something very simplified so i'm going to try um everyone is looking for pleasure ananda mayobhyashat i think we could all identify with that need with that want we want pleasure and the pleasure that the heart is seeking is love to love and to be loved and in when the eternal soul the true living force within us forgets our inherent love within we're seeking the pleasure of love through so many things outside of ourselves through physical relationships through emotional relationships through relationships with things with accomplishments through entertainment um but really the heart is crying for love and janmadya shayataha the supreme truth or what is commonly called god is the source of everything that exists and ultimately the source of all love and that love is described in the vedic literatures as the one supreme truth who eternally has two aspects a male and a female nature and the interaction between the male and female nature is the source of all love and is the ultimate goal of all love and as you have said that male and female nature of god or the one truth um has many names lakshmi narayan sitaram um radha krishna and radha is the feminine aspect of the truth of the one god 
the supreme mother of all living beings. And Krishna is the masculine aspect of that one supreme, the supreme father. And the love, Radha, is the supreme lover. Krishna is the supreme object of love in their relationship. And all the love that exists in all spiritual and material worlds are, have their origin in the love of Radha Krishna, of the love of the male and female aspect of the one supreme. Radha is the compassionate nature of God, the loving, forgiving nature of God. She is actually the source of all love, of all compassion. And on this day of Radhastami, we especially um, recognize how we are all um, we are all the children of Radha and um, Mother Nature or the, 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 the environment around us, the earth and all of the various aspects of the earth are like a mother that are nourishing us in every way on a physical level. And Mother Nature is a physical expansion of the original mother of Radha, who is the very mother of our eternal souls. How is that, Raghunas? You okay with that? Is it simple enough for you? That was simple enough for me. That was <laughs> okay. simple enough for me. I digested that. Thank you, Maharaj. You kept it very, very simple for a simple man. Thank you so much for being on the show today. All of us are so excited. We've been excited all week. It is like a special. You've made the holiday even more sweeter. Thank you so much. Thank you, Raghunath. Maharaj, um, you, your, your book, The Journey Home, it culminates in your arriving in Vrindavan, this very holy place, place of Sri Krishna's pastimes. And, uh, and there you really learned in depth about the practice of bhakti yoga and all of the beauty and the mysteries of it um, in, in Krishna's uh, town. But in that town of Krishna, um, when, you, when you meet people there, when you meet them in the, whether it's, you know, in the temples or in the, the, the marketplaces or wherever it may be, people always, they always greet each other by saying, Jai Shri Radhe, Jai Shri Radhe. Right? Even more so than they say Jai Shri Krishna, much, much more they say Jai Shri Radhe. Mm. What is it um, about Srimati Radharani that, um, why do people greet each other that way? And what is it about her that's so influential there? As was said, Radha is the divine compassionate nature of God. All love, all compassion, and all material and spiritual existence has its origin and its fullness in Radha, or the compassionate nature of the Supreme. And <clears throat> when one approaches Radha like a, like a mother, 
she becomes so um, so kind that when Radha approaches Krishna and says, please accept this devotee. This devotee is better than me. Then Krishna must accept that devotee because Krishna is ultimately Rasa Bihari. He's the controller of all controllers, but by his own free will, he wants to be controlled by unmotivated, uninterrupted love. And the origin of all that love is Radha. And just as we are all mamayvam so jiva loke jiva bhuta sanatam, we are all part of Krishna. The soul by nature is a part of God, like a sun ray is part of the sun planet. And Sri Radha, seeing every living being as part of her beloved Krishna, wants to help everyone to love Krishna because that's where her infinite joy is. And in the same way that the Shakti, the nature of every soul, inherently is divine love to love. And that nature is part and parcel of Sri Radha's supreme nature of a lover. And Radha's love is so great that when Krishna experiences, when Krishna perceives that love awakening within our heart, then Krishna's supremely attracted to our love. So in Vrindavan, um, people are humble. They're crying out, Jai Shri Radhe, Radhe Radhe, or Hare Krishna. They're crying out, Oh Mother Radha, please be merciful to me. One great resident of Vrindavan from about 400 years ago was Narottam Das Thakur, and he prayed, Haha Prabhunanda Sutta Brisha Banu Sutta Yuta Karuna Korohe Baro. That he's praying that I'm I'm very forgetful, I'm very unqualified, I'm very fallen. Please, Sri Radharani, please be merciful upon me. So they're invoking the compassion, the merciful side of God. And in doing so, there's a great celebration. Marsh, can you pray to Radha like you would pray to Krishna also? Yes. Yes. Um, we're praying for mercy. We're praying for humility. We're praying for love. We're praying for shelter. In that sense, Radha and Krishna are one. Mm. Just like there's the sun planet and there's the sunshine. Mm. There's never a time there was a sun planet without a sunshine. And there's never a time when there's sunshine without a sun planet. They're one and the same, but still they have different natures. The sun is, the sunshine is bestowing the light of the sun upon everyone. So is it okay to, um, 
if I, if I want to pray, I'm asking very simple questions. Um, uh, if, if I pray, should I be play, praying to Radha and Krishna or Radha or Krishna or all, or all three of those work? <laughs> all three work. All three work. <laughs> Thank you. You know, Mars, you mentioned uh, that people say Jai Shri Radhe or Radhe Radhe, or they say Hare Krishna. So uh, this Hare Krishna, you know, could you, that Radha is present in, in, this, in this Hare Krishna mantra. Could you speak just a bit about that? Because it's such an important mantra for the age that we live in, that Radha is present in that mantra. Krishna tells in Bhagavad Gita, Vedaham samati tani varatam anani chajana babashani chabu tani mamtu vedana kashjana. Krishna tells, I know everything that's happened in the past, all that's happening in the present, and all things that are yet to come. I know every living being thoroughly. But me, no one can know in full. That's Krishna's words in Gita. So Krishna knows everything. But then when we go deeper into the Srimad Bhagavatam and these intimate literatures, we understand that there's something Krishna wants to know. Krishna is so overwhelmed and overcome and feels so much joy experiencing Radha's love. And Krishna, seeing the joy that Radha's feeling loving him, wants to understand that. And therefore, Krishna came with the heart of the love of Sri Radha in the form of Lord Chaitanya for the purpose of, of sharing this love with the world and also experiencing that love. Lord Chaitanya is Krishna tasting Sri Radha's love and also um, sharing that love, distributing that love. And how did Lord Chaitanya distribute that love? He described in his Shikshastakam, which are the emotional ecstasies of Sri Radha speaking to the world today. And he describes in one verse, that nam namakari bahuda nija saravashaktis, that God has many names as revealed in various religions and various scriptures in various times and places through history. And in each of those true names of God, the Lord's power, the Lord's grace, the Lord's presence is existing. And if we chant the holy names with sincere humility and attention, then we can actually access the sweetness, the love, the power, the abode, everything in relation to God is revealed through chanting God's names. And there are many names, but Lord Chaitanya, who is Krishna in the mood of Radha, personally, um, emphasized and practiced the chanting of this Maha Mantra, which is to be found in the Kali Santarana Upanishad. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Hare Hare. 
Hare is the invocation of Hara, which is the divine energy or the, the loving female aspect of the Supreme. Hare is a calling for the mercy of Radha. And Krishna is the calling of the mercy of Krishna and Rama. So Srila Prabhupada, our, our beloved teacher, he, he gave us a, a prayer, <clears throat> like, like a baby child in a helpless condition cries for mother. In the same way, we, when we chant, we cry for the mercy of our supreme, the mother of all mothers, Sri Radha. And um, this is Hare. So this is a prayer where we're praying for Radha and Krishna to bless us with the opportunity to serve them for their pleasure with love. And Lord Chaitanya taught that the greatest service we could offer for the pleasure of Radha Krishna is to be an instrument of their mercy, their compassion, to spiritually enlighten others, to share that love with others. Seva. Maharaj, you lived. Now, for those who don't know, Krishna, Krishna lives in Vrindavan. That's the place of Krishna. Barshana is nearby, the place of Radha. And you spent time living in Barshana. How is it different? Can you explain? How is it different from what? How is it different from Vrindavan? <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there a different mood that the people have there? Well, you, can even, you can even say, how is it different from uh, New York City, if you like. Um, <laughs> it's not so much different than when you're in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> the Brindaban is a forest. And Barsana is one part of the Brindaban forest. So in that sense, Brindaban and Barsana are one. It's kind of like um, there's New York City and then there's the Lower East Side of New York. So what's the difference between the two there? They're one and the same. And at the same time, each part of Vrindavan has its own characteristic, its own quality. And historically, Barsana is the home of Sri Radha. And for those who have spiritual vision through prema, through divine love, they experience that Sri Radha is eternally residing and per performing pastimes <clears throat> in all of Vrindavan and in a special way in Barsana because that is, that is her home. And therefore, the people who are living in Barsana, the Brijabhasis, are very naturally inclined to, to approaching Radha, not only as the supreme goddess of love, not only as the feminine aspect of the supreme truth, but they also have a nature to address her as a 
girl from their village as their neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> so along with the almightiness and greatness of Radha, who's the source of Durga, who's the source of Kali, who's the source of material nature, who's the source of the spiritual and material worlds, they, Radha reveals herself to them in, in a very accessible, approachable way as a neighbor, as a gopi, as a simple girl who, who, who simply um, is the most intimate, loving, well-wishing friend for everyone. So when they say Jay Radhe or Radhe Radhe, it's with that spirit. When you were there, Maharaj, you lived on a, a very secluded, quiet hill, um, and where there were very where you met some really very special people that you and you know learned a lot of lessons about bhakti yoga from there in Radharani's village. Could you speak a little bit about that and what you heard from these people, what you saw in these people? We're all trying to find shelter in something or someone. And in today's events, with the political divisions and the racial conflicts and prejudices, and with this pandemic, you know, a disease that's causing so many people economically, physically, emotionally, so much stress, sometimes just pain and death. Um, people want shelter. Now there's a lot of people who are longing for shelter of a vaccine <laughs> because we need shelter from this problem. Um, when when there's bitter cold in New York City, we want shelter of a warm place, you know, a warm room or a warm car. When it's storming monsoon rains in India, we want shelter of a roof over our head. When we're hungry or thirsty, we're, we're looking for shelter and food and drink. Um, when we're feeling an emptiness in our heart or our, we're, we're seeking shelter of love. You know, the, the whole idea of the concept of sex is we're feeling an urge and we're looking for shelter from this urge. Um, so everyone on all levels, some people are looking for shelter due to insecurities in fame, in the accumulation of wealth. But at all times, we're looking for shelter. And um, the ultimate shelter of all shelters is in God's grace. And when we speak of God's grace, that grace is personified in Sri Radharani. She is grace. She is the source of grace. She is the embodiment of grace. And she's the total fullness of infinite grace. And therefore, she's the ultimate shelter. And in that grace, we 
naturally, spontaneously, simultaneously are connected with the supreme love and mercy of, of, of God, of Krishna. So in Barsana, or in the heart of a devotee who has this mood, um, everyone is seeking shelter in Radha's grace. Um, through our interactions, we try to share that grace. Through, through kirtan, we're trying to access that grace and broadcast that grace into the atmosphere and into the world. Through seva, we're trying to um, reciprocate with that grace by sharing it with others. And this is the natural quality of, of a sincere and pure-hearted devotee is we're seeking and finding shelter in Radha's grace, and we just want to share it with, other, with others. We simply want to celebrate that grace in whatever situation there's in, we're in. So wherever we may be in the world, Barsana or Brindaban is, it is a place, a historical and physical place, but more so it's a state of mind. It's a state of heart. That wherever we are calling out for Radha's mercy, wherever we're calling out to be an instrument of compassion in our lives for others in the service of the Lord, we're, we're actually in Barsana, we're in Vrindavan. Lord Chaitanya is Krishna in the mood of Radha, giving that love to the world in such a compassionate spirit. And Lord Chaitanya told, um, he traveled throughout India and he sent his associates. And it was his desire that that same love that's in his heart be brought to every town and every village throughout the world. And our beloved Srila Prabhupada, um, by the instruction and inspiration of Lord Chaitanya coming through the lineage of our tradition, through his guru, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada, he crossed oceans and he crossed continents just to be a carrier of that love, of that spirit of Sri Radha to the world. And his first stop was in New York. And before he arrived in New York, while he was still on the Jaladuta, he wrote a beautiful prayer. And in that prayer, he writes that, um, my dear brothers, you cannot get success in Krishna consciousness unless you worship Srimati Radharani. So from the very beginning of Srila Prabhupada's um, outreach, he was giving um, this great importance to the merciful, compassionate nature of the Supreme Sri Radha. Maharaj, it's it's we're we're getting questions from um, 
from people on our chat board. And, and one of them is that um, it's said that Radha's pastimes with Krishna or Radha Rani herself is it's very um, confidential, right? And and when we read even in Bhagavatam, we don't even her name isn't mentioned. Um, it seems like it's something that's almost hidden. Um, why is that? You are asking the most profound. <laughs> questions that reach the very culmination and depth of all yoga and all spirituality. You are the one that we can go to with these questions, Maharaj. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just me and Raghunath here. <laughs> Lost in the forest. <laughs> um, the tendency of people who are materialistically affected is to take things cheaply, to take things for granted. Just in our own life, you know, every day the sun rises and the sun is giving us life, it's maintaining us, it's giving us light, it's, it's, but how much are we grateful for the sunshine? How much are we grateful for each breath of air that's sustaining and invigorating our life? How much are we grateful for all the incredible gifts we're receiving at every moment? We have a tendency to take things for granted in this world. And we have a tendency to see extraordinary things as something very ordinary. You know, if we just look at any tree or any flower, what an extraordinary miracle of nature that is. But we just look at it and take it as some, we don't, we hardly pay attention to it. <clears throat> In a similar way, um, our tendency is to try to superimpose the concept of our relation with material love upon divine love. And <clears throat> therefore to understand through the Gita what is divine love? What is material nature? What is spiritual nature? Who is God? In fact, the Srimad Bhagavatam goes through nine cantos describing philosophically and through so many incredible events the, the supremacy of the absolute truth of God. And when we, <clears throat> when we actually understand that and realize that, then in the heart of the 10th canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, there's the revelation of Radha Krishna's love. And this takes place during the Rasa Leela. And the Rasa Leela is not anything like the love between a boy and a girl in this world. <clears throat> the Rasa Leela, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> it's so intimate, Krishna is not even letting me speak it. Um, <laughs> still, I'm going to try. <laughs> If 
by his, by your mercy. Um, <clears throat> the Rasa Lila, according to the saints, the Acharya Sukadev Goswami was a renunciate of the highest, purest order. And he's glorifying this Rasa Lila as the culmination of all spiritual revelations. Um, it is the pure love between the eternal soul, the beyond this material existence, the soul's love for God and God's love for the soul in its purest, most intimate form. That is what the Rasalila is. And the very heart of the Rasalila is Krishna's love for Radha and Radha's love for Krishna. It's the purest um, form of ecstasy, Ananda. It's the very ultimate goal of yoga to not only understand this love, but to be transformed by this love and to be an instrument of this love. To actually be awakened, to be a part of this pastime of love. And therefore, um, the great saints, they, they do not want people to take it cheaply, to think it's something of this world. It has nothing to do with, with, with lust or physical attraction. It's the love of God and the soul in its purest form. So therefore, um, you know, the scriptures as well as the saints are very careful to explain it or to reveal it in ways that will not be misunderstood. <clears throat> because just hearing about it without actually humbling ourselves before its greatness, we don't really, we don't get transformation. We don't really in, enter into the mysteries of the understanding. Does that answer your question? That was a very beautiful, uh, powerful answer. Thank you, Marsh. Yes. Thank you. Actually, I not prepared to answer such questions, but according to what I've heard from my beloved Guru and the saints, I'm trying to share this with you. Thank you. There's so many wonderful stories that aren't in the Bhagavatam, but um, stories of Radharani that <clears throat> um, great souls like yourself tell to inspire us, sometimes with deep, um, deep lessons or very... Uh, uh, even though the story might be very fantastic, there's a very relevant message. Do you, there's been a lot of encouraging on the message board. What is your favorite pastime of Radharani? Can you please, can you ask Maharaj if he's got a, a particular pastime that he likes that we can meditate on today, on this special day? Um, every pastime I hear, as I'm hearing it, that is my favorite. <laughs> So I can't say I have a favorite. It's Srila Prabhupada explained like a sweet ball. Any place you bite into it, it it's sweet. <laughs> mm. um, but it is Radhastami, the appearance day of Radha. So I'll tell something about 
how she appeared in this world. And <clears throat> once in a day of Brahma, Krishna appears. And once in a day of Brahma, Radha appears just after Krishna. And different Puranas or Vedas describe various ways in which Sri Radha has appeared within the material world. In one talk, Srila Prabhupada quotes from certain Puranas about how on this day, the eighth day of the bright moon of the month of Bhadra, um, Brishabhanu, he was plowing a field and from Mother Earth, Sri Radha, a beautiful little golden complexion baby came out from the earth. And it's very interesting because Sri Radha is the source of Mother Earth. Mother Earth is her energy, it's her manifestation as you know, to provide and nourish all of us. And yet to bestow her, her love, her mercy upon us for the pleasure of Krishna, she appeared through Mother Earth in her beautiful form. And there's another beautiful explanation of the appearance of Sri Radha, where Brishabhanu went early in the morning, just around the time of the sunrise, to take bath in the Yamuna River. And when he came to the banks of the river and entered, he saw beautiful golden light. It was a glowing light. Everything was illuminated. And he looked for the source of that light. There was a lotus flower in the river Yamuna. And on that lotus flower in the world was the most beautiful, tiny baby girl. And um, with his loving hands, he lifted up that girl and brought her back to his home. This is in a place called Raval or Mukya Ravali, the place where Sri Radha appeared in this world, part of Brindaban, in the forest called Mahaban or Gokul. And he gave this, he, he presented this beautiful, beautiful girl who was so effulgent, who just attracted his heart with infinite love to his good wife, Kirtida. And they were overwhelmed with joy. At the same time, they were feeling a sorrow because that little baby girl would not open her eyes. They were thinking, is she blind? And they lovingly took care of her. And just by her smile, she was showering them with her love, infinite love. And Krishna had just 
taken birth about 15 days before. And Nanda and Yashoda, the mother and father of Krishna, when they heard that Brisha Banu and Kirtida now had a baby girl, they were so excited because this is the way pure-hearted people are. They celebrate the good fortune of one another. So they came to Raval and they entered into the home of Brisha Banu and Kirtida and they saw little baby Radha and Yashoda came closer and closer and closer with Krishna in her arms. And when Krishna's face was just in front of Radha's, at that moment, Sri Radha's eyes, they opened like the blossoming of two lotus flowers because she did not want to see anything in this world before Krishna. And it's through Sri Radha's grace that she opens our eyes so that we could actually appreciate Krishna. Parimanjana Churita Bhakti Vilochanena. The Brahma Samhita tells one can only experience God, one can only see God when one's eyes are anointed with love. Um, there are great saints like Surdas, like Bilva Mangala Thakur. Even though they were physically blind at one state, Gaur Kishore Das Babaji was also. But they were seeing God at every moment because we can't see God just with our physical eyes. We can only see God through the love of the heart because Krishna reveals himself according to the love of our heart. And it is by the grace of Radha, um, which is manifesting through the hearts of those who are connected to her, that our, our spiritual eyes are opened. The love of our heart is awakened, and then we can see Krishna. So it was Radha's greatest wish to see Krishna as the first thing in her life. And, it's, and as Lord Chaitanya, it's her greatest wish that we could all see Krishna in our lives. And this, the, this chanting of God's names, this Maha Mantra, is, is, the, is the great blessing that... Radha has given us to open our spiritual eyes and awaken that love. Thank you, Maharaj. You know, we have a question from uh, our friend, your friend as well, Satya Hinduja, who's listening. And she asked, Dear Maharaj, would you say praying to Radharani to connect to Krishna is similar to when Christians say, pray to Mother Mary to connect with Jesus. The principle is similar. And I'm so grateful you are here, Satya. My love to your family, please. Um, approaching the motherly aspect of the divine for forgiveness, for compassion, to, to, 
to actually present us to the Supreme. That, that principle is, is common in, in, in both that Christian sense that you, um, that you stated and the idea of Sri Radha Krishna. But of course, you know, in every religion, there's, there's so many various interpretations to, um, to theology, to philosophy, to tradition. Um, but at the very heart of the spirit, um, we approach the sun through the sunshine. We, appro we approach God through those who love God. And Sri Radha is the supreme personification, the supreme embodiments of all love of God. Thank you. Maharaj, there are so many, um, so many songs about Srimati Radharani. Different devotional songs. They sing them in Varshana, they sing them in Vrindavan. Now they sing them by Prabhupada's grace, they sing them all over the world. Are there any that are particular favorites of yours? <laughs> Will you sing for us? <laughs> <laughs> so many favorites. Every everything that has been given to us by the saints, the Acharyas, my beloved Guru is naturally favorite. Um Anrad Hastami in 1968, Srila was in Montreal, Canada, and he gave a beautiful talk about the glories of Sri Radha and how accessible love of God is to all of us through the grace of Sri Radha. And in that talk, he concluded by singing a beautiful prayer by Srila Rupa Goswami. Okay. Radhe Jaya Jaya Madhava Daite Gokula Taruni Mandala Mohite Damodara Rati Navashashileke Hari Nishkuta Brinda Vipineshe Brishabhanu Dadi Navasasi Leke Lalita Saki Gunaramita Vishake Karunam Kurumai Karunabarite Sanaka Sanatana Varanita Charite Radhe Jayo Jayo Madhava Daite Radhe Jayo Jayo Madhava Daite You can do everything wonderfully. <laughs> you can give classes for hours. I've heard you give classes for hours. And it's like you have like an encyclopedia of transcendental information in your in your brain. It's unbelievable what's kept. And then when we're so inspired by what a great class, then you put a harmonium down and you're the best kirtan singer there is ever as well. 
And then somehow you're the most incredible manager of different projects, although you don't appear like a manager when you think of a, a manager. You just, you're sitting back, but you're managing everything so perfectly. We're always so impressed, Maraj. That singing was very beautiful. Thank you so much. I don't know how to do anything very well, but I'm so grateful to all of you that you allow me to try. Maharaj, is it, um, can, you, can you pray to Radharani? Is it inappropriate to pray to Radharani for simple things in your life, um, for struggles you're going through, or sometimes it seems the prayers are very esoteric or they're glorifications, but can you bring it down to particular struggles you're having in your life? Would that be appropriate? Um, when we approach the supreme source of all spiritual compassion, who's the giver of the highest liberation of prema, divine love, um, to ask for petty little temporary fleeting material things is not, it, it's not very intelligent. <laughs> Um, Who do we pray to for those? <laughs> certainly, certainly we can, because the struggles we have in this world are, you know, they have a, re, they're real to us, yeah. and we do have to deal with them. So certainly we can approach Sri Radha for help in all these situations, but ultimately we pray for Sri Radha for, to make us an instrument of her love and to fill us with her love because that's in that love there is eternal joy anandam buddhivardhanam so we pray to serve with love we pray to taste the holy names of god with love in this way we're um we're actually what she's really giving because we can get so many temporary things from from so many sources, but to get this divine love, you know, she is this, she is the holder of the key to the mysteries of this love. So in whatever we're going through in this world, um, let, us, let us connect it and harmonize it with a longing, with a prayer for this divine love. If I'm ill, we may pray to get better, but we can pray, let me be better so I can better serve you with divine love. <laughs> sure, sure. If we're having a challenge with our family, you know, these are your children. Please help me to be a better servant of, these, uh, of, of your children in my family and in this world. So we can connect whatever challenges we may be having with a um, with the eternal um, blessing that she's come to this into our lives to give us that's exactly what I needed to hear today. Thank you <laughs> <laughs> we 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 do need to be realistic um, to just 
theoretically pretend we're completely transcendental to all of the challenges of this world. Um, it's, it's sometimes just not realistic. It's, it's too theoretical. So, you know, we, we need to be, we need to take this highest truth and apply it to our life in a way that is practical to, to us today. I hope that makes sense. I think that makes a lot of perfect sense, Mark. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what I needed to hear. Um, Maharaj, what should we do today to make it more special? And a lot of us are at work today. Some of us are unemployed, temporarily unemployed. Is there a way to hear a class on Radharani? Can we do something a little special to, to be recipients of love or to be recipients of Krishna's mercy or Radharani's mercy? What do you recommend? Can you give some simple, tangible uh, takeaway that I can apply to my life today as I go through all the minutia of my material existence? <laughs> in whatever situation we're in, wherever we may be, um, we can be grateful. We can be grateful that beyond everything, um, Sri Radha, Sri Krishna, the Supreme Lord is within our heart and our truest potential to love the Lord is within us. And to be, to be grateful we express our gratitude to Sri Radha by being grateful for those who have shared grace with us throughout our life. And we can show our gratitude by being grateful for the opportunity I have right now. Sri Radha, Krishna are actually accessible to us at every moment, everywhere in their names, Hare Krishna. Be grateful. And with a grateful heart, chant Radharani in Krishna's name. In this mood, O Mother Radha, please show your mercy and compassion upon me and may Krishna bless me. Um, <clears throat> in whatever possible way, let us celebrate by, by expressing gratitude in the way we chant, in the way we pray. In our home, we can make a beautiful offering on our altar. <laughs> we, can, we can interact with people who we can share our gratitude with. It's really a day of being grateful and humbling ourselves in that spirit of gratitude to receive her grace and to reciprocate by sharing her grace. And we can do that at this very moment just by offering a sincere prayer, by calling out this beautiful mantra. And what a wonderful way people from all over the world are now assembled on these 
computer screens, whether it's Zoom or Facebook, I don't know how it all works, but somehow or other we're all together. And um, by your mercy, you know, I'm being induced to speak something about the glories of Sri Radha. And um, in this way, we're all inspiring one another. Let us be grateful for this. Thank you so much, Maharaj. And, and in our gratitude, let us be enthusiastic to seek shelter and to serve. Thank you. Um, I also wanted to thank you. I think everybody wanted to thank you because uh, the day before yesterday, you helped arrange to get Shamasundar Prabhu on the show. And he gave a wonderful class. And I know you're so close to him. And um, I want to thank you very much for that. It was He told so many great stories of rendering service to Guru and gave us all a bit of uh, Guru Bhakti. Just by hearing those stories, we wanted to render service. So the desire to serve is the desire to serve the Supreme Goddess Radha then. Is that correct then? Guru Bhakti is the grace of Radha. Mm. Vaishnava Seva is the grace of Radha. She's the source of all mercy, the source of all love that's coming through our gurus, that's coming through those who love our gurus, and that's coming through the scriptures and coming through the saints and coming through our own hearts. Whenever, whenever we sincerely try, it's, the, she is the source of that love. And Shamsundar Prabhu, um, Prabhupada loved him so much. And he loved Srila Prabhupada so much. And, and it's the ultimate joy of his life just to share what he received from Prabhupada and his love for Prabhupada. And that comes back to the same principle of gratitude. When we're grateful for, for God's love, um, we're empowered beyond our imagination, our limits to actually transcend this world. Thank you, Maharaj, for spending the morning with us. This is a great way to start the day today. And we're all sort of isolated in our little home, our little shack, and you come into our living rooms or our, our, our dining rooms and, and you've filled our hearts. I feel very loving. I feel inspired to serve and to sing and to get online and find more lectures by you to listen to today and feel it in my ears while I'm just walking around. Thank you so much for joining us. On behalf of all our students, Maharaj, we want to thank you. Srimati Radharani Mahamahotsav Ki Jai. Srimati Swami Maharaj Ki Jai. Barsana Dham Ki Jai.